Yeshua ben Parachia, Venitai Harabeli, Kiblu Mehem. Kiblu Mehem means that they didn't adulterate the teachings of their rabbi. They handed it down the way they got it, in all its purity. Again, Kiblu Mehem. They studied and they received the Torah from Yosef ben Yezer and Yosef ben Yochanan. Again, it's Kiblu Mehem. But this is the strength of the Jewish nation. There is an unbroken chain from generation to generation. Rabbis to rabbis. That's why we still practice the Torah today in its genuine form because we know the truth of Torah passed down from generations to generations and recorded by people of distinguished honor. A Nasi, head of the court. If you have rabbis, authentic rabbis, who have the tradition in the truthful way, then we are able to guard ourselves from external influences that try to penetrate. And what did they teach us? Yeshua Prachi Oimer, make for yourself a rabbi. It's very important. Every Jew needs to have a rabbi who he can learn from. He can learn from him Torah, he can learn from him wisdom, learn from him the proper way to conduct themselves, learn the proper laws of how to conduct business. It's impossible if a person does not have a rabbi to guide him, to discuss matters with, for him to know really what Hashem wants. When it comes to a friend, you should even spend money to buy friendship. A person can't live alone. To live a wholesome life and a truthful life, there are certain elements that you need. Just like a man needs a wife, a man also needs a rabbi. A person also needs a friend. It can't be a loner. It can't be isolated. And by having a friend and having a rabbi, it serves to take you out of doubts that you have. You need sometimes another person to be able to discuss with so that you can decipher complications and difficulties. So you need a good friend that you can talk your heart out to You need a good rabbi to guide you. Sometimes you ask yourself, do I have a friend who I can call upon at any time, day or night, 24 hours? That's called a truth friend. You shall judge all men favorably. It could have said, Vevedan Odom Lekafschos. You should judge man Lekafschos. doesn't say that. It says, Vevedan as Kol Ha'odom. It could have said, Vevedan, you shall judge as Kol Odom. Every man. Or Vevedan as Odom. Or you should judge man Lekafschos. It does not say judge man favorably. It doesn't say you should judge all the men favorably. It says, have it done, it's called ha'adam, the whole adam. 
You shall judge the whole person favorably. Now why is that important? Because since you never know kol ha'adam, since you never can know the entire person, there's nobody that knows everything about a person from the day he was born to the day he meets him. So how can you judge anybody? To judge somebody fairly, you have to know everything about him. And the Torah says, Lo avel You should not do any crookedness in your judgment. When we go ahead and we judge people, 99.9% of the time we're going to be wrong because we have not the foggiest idea why the person did it, what is the motivation, what is the history, what is the past experience, and we're going to judge him wrong. And what's the problem when you judge somebody wrong? When you judge a person wrong, you start suspecting the person because you don't trust the person or you don't know the person. So you're suspicious of the person. And when you're suspicious of a person, that comes out in many, many different ways. They're also saying this for another reason. Hashem created the world measure for measure. It's in the DNA of the world and how Hashem conducts himself. There is no person in the world that doesn't beg for fair judgment. There's no person in the world that doesn't want a favorable judgment of himself. The only way that you can hope ever to be judged favorably is by being that person who judges favorably. And if we don't judge another person favorably, which is Hashem's child that we are judging. And if we don't judge Hashem's child favorably, then Hashem will not judge us favorably. It's me the connected me that it's measure for measure. So when we judge another person favorably, we are really doing ourselves a favor. So when you have a question now, you see a person does something, it's questionable. And I can judge him one of two ways, favorably or unfavorably. What am I supposed to do? I'm supposed to judge him favorably. I can tell you in my home, where I grew up, by my father, mother, may they rest in peace. My father was exemplary in this midah. You would never find him ever talk evil about another person. We even had a saying in our house that any time there was a discussion and somebody else came up and somebody would start to say something not nice, my father would right away find a merit for the person. And my mother would always say, Ah, here he is again. He's looking for a merit. That was a saying. She used to say, Ah, again he's looking for a merit. Again he's looking for a zuchus. He would look for his chus because in every Jew there is merit. So when you are about to judge a Jew unfavorably, you have to stop and say, there's got to be much more merit to this Jew than there is blame. There is not a Jewish soul who is not filled with mitzvahs like a pomegranate. That's the expression in the Talmud. The simplest Jew is filled 
with mitzvahs like a pomegranate. Because since we are children of our forefathers, Abraham, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, we just don't do certain things. Even if you're not an observant Jew, there's just certain things we just don't do. They're just the way it is. This is very, very, very important. I want to tell you another thing. With that, we're going to close. They said that we should judge everyone favorably. Why is that so important? You see, in the world today, many people are upset many times with God. Things happen in life and happen in the world, and people blame God. So I asked myself a question. Why did you give God the benefit of the doubt? This is the lesson from this Mishnah. Because if you don't train yourself to give your fellow man the benefit of the doubt, you're not going to give God the benefit of the doubt. You have to train yourself to give the benefit of the doubt. That means that giving the benefit of the doubt goes to the core of our belief. Because you can be messing around with something that's very, very dangerous. Not to judge God favorably? How can even think of something like that? Everything God does is right. Kichol of mishpat. Everything Hashem does is mishpat. Kelamuna. Vain Ovel. He's a God of faith and there's nothing wrong with what he does. Tzadik v'yashru. Hashem is righteous and straightforward. Everything. We may not understand it. So by not judging people favorably, we can come to a bigger sin. And that is not judging Hashem favorably. Can you imagine such a thing? And we have the audacity to judge God altogether. How does a person judge his maker? How does he attempt to judge his maker and say, well, if I was in God's place, I would have done it differently. You don't know what God does. You don't know the plan that God has. You don't know the scene before and the scene after. You're coming in in the middle of one of the scenes of a play that's going for thousands of years. And you're just a 70-year part of the plan. And we go ahead and we try to judge God, who is the creator of the world. So when we do that, that is a violation of faith in God, which is a very, very serious sin. And it's very easy to come to that sin if we don't judge people favorably. So when we accustom ourselves in our daily experience, where we're always mingling between people and interacting with people and constantly have to make judgments, if we train ourselves to judge people properly, then we come to a higher level where we always are judging Hashem favorably. What happens then is to end off in a good thing when we judge Hashem favorably, so then Hashem judges us favorably, and then we could merit that He will give us a good blessed year.